Welcome back to another edition of Sports Business Secrets. My name is Kevin Tarka. I am the founder of Creation Talent Agency, and I will be releasing a new podcast every single day for an entire year that is specifically designed to share the inevitable challenges of the sports business world and how to overcome them. I'm inviting you to join me in real time on my personal journey of representing professional basketball players, traveling the world, and continuously finding ways to battle through the adversity in this competitive industry. The goal is to share as many secrets as I can to help you along your own path to success. Good morning, podcast fam. Today is Friday, April 9th. It is 5.36 in the morning. And based on the title of this episode, uh, you know what time it is. You know what we're talking about. Today, we are highlighting another KTA client. And so we will continue the theme of sharing not only his success on the basketball court, uh, but also highlight some of the things off the court and ultimately why he will be successful. So today's spotlight is on Jaimin Henson. And I think it's going to be fun to start uh, his story about how uh, how him and I got connected. So it was early last year, uh, just about a year ago, actually. Uh, and I was catching up with a friend of mine, Derek Grant, uh, who is out in Indiana. And uh, it was it was right after the craziness hit, obviously, the, the coronavirus craziness around March. And, uh, and I was just touching base with him on some recruiting stuff, talking about a few players that he works with and – some guys that he thought could succeed at the next level because every once in a while we'll catch up and talk about some players he trains and some college basketball. And obviously, you know, we had we had we had hoped that one day I'd be able to represent one of the players that he trains or that he works with. And he dropped a few names, some of which I wasn't too familiar with. Um, and as always, my first response to, to Derek was, man, if I can ever help any of them, even if they want to just have a conversation and use me as a resource, if they're your guys, send them my way. And, and, and if I can help, I will. And I do that not only to be helpful and to try and give back, but I learned at the same time, like any way, anytime I can talk to a, a college basketball player or an inspiring pro, even if I can't help them, or maybe even if I think they're not good enough to be pros at any time uh, that I can help my friends or help, help them. I will. So I, I say that I, I, I tell them to send them my way and use me as a resource. So, uh, and I wasn't even too familiar with a bunch of those guys. So I just said, send them my way and I'll connect with them. We'll go from there. And so on April 14th of last year, I got a text and the text was from Jimon and he said, Hey, Kevin, just wanted to reach out uh, and say, hello. I got referred to you by Derek and would love to jump on a call sometime. So as promised, we did. And I did a bit more research on his game before the call, of course, uh, he's, he's a six, three scoring guard and he had just finished his, his senior season at Moorhead state. And he averaged about 10 and a half points, four rebounds, one assist shot 35% or so from three. So solid stats, solid player. And, and, and I watched some highlights and, uh, you know, nothing too crazy to be completely honest. And, you know, obviously I was impressed with him as a basketball player, but I'm not going to sit here and say, Oh my gosh, this guy's like, you know, Kobe Bryant, he's the next, He's the next NBA All-Star, and that's nothing against his game, obviously. Uh, I, I just simply had learned over the, the past several years uh, that there are many, many, many scoring guards that are Division One talented players that score 10 a game, that score 12 a game, that score 13 or 14 a game even, uh, and many of them had many other better stats uh, that just for whatever reason, just because simply the market's oversaturated, have a difficult path to be a pro. 
But anyways, I got on a call and, and just answered a ton of his questions. And he said there were a few other agents that he's been talking to and he felt okay about them. And so at that point, I basically told him, like, look, use me as a resource. I'll, I'll kind of walk you through it and guide you through it and help you along that process. Uh, because I think that he, you know, he he's gonna have a tough path, but he could eventually be a pro. So there were there were some agents I had never heard of, and obviously I told him how to do some fact checking and 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 who to, you know, probably weed out based on never hearing of them and them not having their agent license. Uh, and there was one in particular that I knew of that I had had a brief conversation with uh, one or two of the agents from the, the, the agency in the past, nothing major, but I was familiar with how they operated and was aware of their presence on social and had nothing bad to say about that, say about them. And I gave him some insight on, on the players they signed and, and how to do his due diligence. And honestly that I recommend him sign with that agent or that agency, not because I didn't want to sign him, but because I just I wasn't sure exactly what his path was yet. Obviously, I just met him. It was already April, and and, and actually, honestly, uh, I thought that his path was going to be pretty tough. Let alone the fact that it was early April, a few weeks after the world had stopped. You know, I had clients that were getting sent home from from overseas, and and no one no one knew the craziness we were about to endure. But anyways, the well, so the call went great. And then for whatever reason, a few weeks passed and he hit me again saying, hey, you know what? Like I was talking to my dad and we were talking about you and I just want to jump under the call. We have some more questions. So of course, I said, you know, what happened with the other agency? I thought that that would have been great. I thought you, you signed with them. He said, well, you know, I just had a feeling that it wasn't really the right fit for whatever reason. I said, all right, cool. No worries. And so I had a, a long conversation with him as dad answer more questions. And then at the end, I was super real with them because it, at this point it was obvious that he was kind of looking to, looking to go a different direction and, and potentially even sign with me. And I said, Hey, you know, I, I, I watched some more film. I, I did some more due diligence and research. And, and I told him straight up, I said, this is look, Jimon, like this is going to be a really tough path. And you seem like an amazing guy, but uh, you know, like in a regular market overseas, you would have to be at the right place at the right time to get an opportunity. That's just the reality let alone the uncertainty of this coronavirus and what's going to happen. And both of them understood, you know, him and his dad understood. They said, you know what, that's fine. You know, uh, they loved how I kept it real. And, uh, and they just, they said, look, they, they understand there's no pressure. They, they just want the opportunity if, and when it comes to, to play at the next level. And so I said, all right, give me a few days, you know, you guys can sleep on it. Let's circle back next week. And at this point in my recruiting process last year, <clears throat> Excuse me. Uh, I was I was striking out a bit. It was it was a time when I had some meeting, you know, almost some meetings set. So, some guys I thought were late second round draft picks or G League guys that I was really excited about, but meetings with those guys uh, just just disappeared. You know, they they everyone got worried. Everyone everyone that was a player didn't know what to do. They they went more with familiarity and safety and comfort and signed with bigger agents and. Uh, and they ended up getting two A deals and exhibit tens and 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 playing the G League. So, so with those guys, I was close. But at the time, you know, I just I, I I figured, hey, you know, this is crazy. Let me just focus on my current clients, and then I'll chalk it up as a crazy year, and then hit the recruiting for next year. Um, but for whatever reason, he just he just kept showing up, man. Like he kept showing up, and doing the work, and and I love that. And ultimately, you know, he came to me and said, look, I don't care where I play. I just love the game and I'm going to work at it. And for me, talk about a dream client situation. 
uh, you know, we, we, we all we all had the same expectations. Uh, we all knew reality. And so I said, let's do it. Like, let's let's do this thing. I'm going to do my best to, to work for you and get your name out there. And uh, and since since May of last year, he's been part of the family. He's been he's been a KTA client and just working relentlessly at his craft, which has been amazing. Um, and as expected, the overseas market was quite a nightmare. It was, you know, despite several, several, I mean, I, I don't know if it was hundreds, but it was probably hundreds, hundreds of teams saying no thanks and not giving an opportunity and doors not opening. You know, he kept at it and he played in a few local leagues. He played in the pro-am. He showed up every single day and he didn't stress about what other people were doing. And that is the biggest trait of success. I think I can say about him that he honed in on last year is there were guys getting jobs. Maybe some better than him, maybe some worse than him, maybe some he he you know he dominated in college. Uh, but as we just discussed at length in the beginning, comparison is the thief of all joy, and we don't worry about what other people do. We just have to control what we can control and prepare for that opportunity. And at some point along, you know, there was obviously ups and downs, and and we would check in, and I would have him on, you know, check out uh, a team overseas that I'm having a conversation with, and maybe get on the phone with some people and it just doors didn't open. And so at some point in the fall, I got connected with a coach from the TBL. And for those who don't know that the, the TBL is a league here in the States that previously didn't have much traction. Uh, honestly, it's relatively new. I, I forget when the, the, the first league started, maybe 2017 or something like that. And, but David Magley, uh, who's a former pro played at Kansas, who's the president has revamped it a bit uh, over the past couple of years. And, you know, honestly, does has done a good job and, you know, it gives guys uh, a good option to play, even if it doesn't say NBA on the on the jersey, right? And he's he's done a great job of growing the growing the uh, the corporate corporate partnerships and 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 staying professional. And 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 I just I think they've grown well. But anyways, what's interesting is this past year, I think nothing more has helped the TBL than this past year because obviously with the coronavirus situation, there are a tremendous amount of talented players that for whatever reason didn't get their chance overseas or in the G league or, or there, you know, there have been guys that are, were already pros that have come back or in the G league that have come back. And now they just, there's, there's a, an oversaturation more than usual of talented players that don't have a spot to play. And so the TBL is one of those leagues that a lot of these guys are starting to land. So, uh, you know, we had said from the beginning, obviously, look, if nothing comes overseas, we need to make sure that we stay ready because you never know what will happen over the course of this season and into next season. Teams might need someone in the spring or teams might need someone in the summer or teams are going to start their process for next season already, even if nothing works out this year. So we need to make sure that we are prepared. And so when Jimon had the opportunity to play with his TBL team in Atlanta, he was all in. And obviously I did do the due diligence because you know, although I think it's a great opportunity, let's be real. It's, it's, you know, the TBL is not the G league. The TBL is not overseas yet. So there are some teams that are not as, uh, not as creative situation. Let's just put it that way as, as others. And so, you know, I was able to connect with Dominique, the, the, the coach of his team in the TBL over many months and, and just form a relationship with him, get to know him and get to know, you know, what, what, how he functions and what this team really means to him and, and their goals and and their goals are the same as mine. It's to it's to help it's to help these 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 players get to that next step to open other doors, not only in basketball but in life. And and I love that. So and obviously the team is based in Atlanta, like I mentioned. So 
it's just, I, I think it's a good situation to open other doors uh, while he continues to perfect his craft for the next several months as we lead into the next season overseas. And so, of course, we all knew it comes with some uncertainty. We all know what the league is like. We all know uh, there's questions about whether it will continue, whether people will watch, whether people will care, whether whether it will be worth it. But for Johnny, it didn't matter. You know, he was getting the chance to play the game he loves and get paid, even if it's not hundreds of thousands of dollars. Get paid? Shit, he said, sign me up. Let's take this step and let's get better. And so for that, I just I, I, I've been so impressed with him. And so they open up tonight for their first game with the Atlanta Empire. And I'm just so excited for him, man. I'm, I'm, you know, when when any of my guys get a contract or get an opportunity to play, I don't care what level it is, whether it's at the, the basketball Champions League level, uh, one of the highest international competitions in Europe, or whether it's at the TBL taking his first step. I'm just excited for him and, 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 and I'm proud of them. So if you're listening to this and you are a scout or a GM, give me a shout. I will send you, I will send you some film. I'll keep you posted on this TBL season because after this season, uh, he's going to, he's going to be a beast. Uh, there's, you know, he's going to continue working on his craft. He's going to continue to be, uh, you know, a positive contribution to society. He's going to continue to, to, to be coachable. Uh, and add value to a team at the next level overseas. And obviously that goal is, is going to be to get to Europe next year. So that's uh, that's what we're going to do. And, and to wrap up here on on this highlight on, on Jaiman, you know, when I asked the first question when, when we spoke back in April of last year, what he wanted to do after school, he, he wasn't sure, but he said he's always been intrigued by business. He took sports management classes. He's been intrigued actually by the, by the agent business, uh, which, which obviously I recommend him not not get into this 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 crazy shit show of an agent business. Um, but but if he did, he would do great at it. Uh, but but also by construction and had some family and friends that were into that and into real estate and and so I could tell already that he had an open mind, which is which is necessary. He had an open mind to learning new things and um, communicate with other people and and just use his skill set to to open doors for him. And you know the guys that say that they're going to play basketball and only basketball and put all their eggs in that basket and, 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 and do that for the rest of their life. Those guys don't often work out. And, and Jaiman is not one of those guys. He, he realizes that basketball can open up the open up doors in, in other opportunities for a career in something else, whether he plays, you know, one year or whether he plays 40 years uh, and, and, and continues to get paid to play the game that he loves. He's a smart guy. He's relentless in his pursuit of success. He has a drive that's hard to teach. He's always finding ways to compete. He's kind. He's got a good heart. He's, you know, he's got faith in the process uh, and that the right doors are going to open up at the right time if he puts in the work. And so I don't know where he will be in five years or 10 or 20, but I'm confident it will be somewhere impressive, whether it's making lots of money playing basketball in Europe, getting an opportunity in the G League, playing a few years in the TBL, or impacting society in a positive way off the court. He he is uh, he's everything that I want my clients to represent at, at KTA. So continue to follow me on on social. Follow him on social. Uh, you know, reach out to me if you want to know more about his career because he's going to have some uh, some impressive games this year. I know, and uh, and we're going to get him to a great spot uh, next year overseas. So appreciate you tuning in. Hopefully, you learned something new about Jimin uh, Jimin Henson this episode. Tune in tonight as he opens up in the TBL for the Atlanta, uh, the Atlanta empire. And we'll see you back here tomorrow morning at 6am. Have an amazing day.